Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Crooked Tees is an animation studio in Limerick set up by two natives, Jake O'Connor from Corbally and Ian Brew from Roundwood. And we've half Crooked Tees, Ian Brew in studio. But just before we chat to Ian, uh, you're going to hear a clip from one of Crooked Tees' videos, High Horse. You tell us the side of how you became the high horse. Oh, please tell us. Yeah, go on. Will you tell us? Yeah, go on. Will yeah, you? Go on. Tell us. Okay, okay, children. Gather round and listen up. I'll tell you the story of how I became the high horse. I'll take you back to the days of old. When my hair was slicked back and my heart was so cold. I used to think that I was better than everyone else. Stomping on the worms, not ever caring for them. A selfish, greedy horse, of course, a prince in my eyes. No one tried to talk to me, I surely was despised. I put myself first, and my manners were the worst. I trotted down the street, all the animals would curse. Oh, guy, you're such a jerk. I know, totally. Get up here. That guy's such an ass. And he thinks he's upper class. As uh, someone regularly accused getting up on my high horse, Ian Brew, um, I, I can uh, get where you're coming from with that. Now, clearly we're hearing the audio, but put that in a bit of context for me. Okay, so basically it's a, it's a, basically a horse with his hair slicked back and he's just not a good dude. And then uh, one day he smokes a very special cigarette and he becomes <laughs> a lot more no chill. More. <laughs> <laughs> then he becomes the high horse and he gets off his high horse. Right. Uh, and how much of what you do is based in Limerick life? Um, well, we try to keep it as like, well, we want to pitch it to American networks, we want to pitch it to everywhere, we want it to be global. So we had to keep that in mind. And there were so many times when we were writing that we're like, only people in Limerick will get that. And I, like, we had to try to veer away from it as much as possible. Um, but at the same time, I'm counting down the days until I get to introduce the Limerick accent into the show. Yeah, because you've loads of different accents there, even in that clip. Yeah, I know, yeah. I've, uh, I mainly do, like, the Mexican ones. That's, like, my go-to one, like, yeah. love it. Uh, but I have been known to do the Limerick accents quite well. So your almost concern about using the Limerick accent is that it becomes too parochial for what you want to do? Uh, not necessarily. It's just in the sense where, like, Limerick as an accent isn't necessarily, like, a very widely known accent in the in the world so it's not that we're staying away from it or anything it's that we're kind of like trying to keep it as much like we have like kiwi accents we have australian you know, we've english we've french we've like we just try to keep every accent as open to it like so there's no problem throwing the limerick accent but we don't want to like if i if i start doing it i'll keep going i mean what sort of animated humor was an inspiration to you um and uh, to to your colleague well definitely south park definitely south park like i was way too young to be starting to watch South Park. Like, I was probably 10 years old when I started watching it. And, like, you know the way, like, on the old TVs, you'd have, like, a standby light. As in, I used to get, like, Morla as a kid, and I'd like, cover that little light. So my mum came in, like, I'd throw the headphones down and pretend to be asleep, and she wouldn't notice the light. I'd just stay up way too late. <laughs> and what was it about South Park that really appealed to you? 
the I think the fact that they didn't care, the fact that they didn't care, that they didn't let anything get in the way of them saying, this is what we think is funny and we're going to do it regardless of what you think. And it was successful for them. Like It was a beautiful thing for them and they're still doing it to this day and it's so impressive. And Ian, how did you and Jake, who's in Crooked Tees, with you meet? Uh, we met through music. Uh, we've both been in the music scene in Limerick for years. I was, I was this young, arrogant, cocky little 16-year-old, 17-year-old guitarist, and he was about 19, 20, playing in a band that were fairly successful here. Like, so Just remind us. Oh, it was called Milk Baby. It was his band at the time. And my band at the time was Aces High, but then I left for Germany to be in the Birdwatchers. All right, and how did that go for you, Germany? Germany was unbelievable. When I got back there from Germany 10 days ago, we had a reunion show and uh, we played a festival in front of a fairly big crowd. It was a great crack, yeah, yeah. yeah it seems that the Germans really do get Irish bands, don't they? They Some just get live sick. music yeah. because it's actually funny. They have a thing called Gamer, which is a music organisation, whatever it is, like kind of like our Imro. And uh, you can't watch, like, or you can't go on YouTube really and listen to, like, you know, an album version of songs and this and that. Like, now we have Spotify, but... At the time I was there, it was just all live shows as well they watched. So they love live music. Right. So you, were you both always interested in the South Park type comedy and animation? Well, Jake was always into it. Jake was always into his animation. He went to Limerick School of Art and Design and he loved his animation. And I was, I've always you know, loved my cartoons and been into it. Like, but I never thought I'd do it as a, you know, as a vocation, we'll say. So the fact that one day he says, man, I need someone who can do a good Mexican accent. I was like, do you mean right here? <laughs> I can do it for you and Almy. Uh, so, does he do most of the animation then? Yes, I don't do. I, I don't touch any of that. I draw a little bit. Of, I do a bit of character design. I'm like, Jake, do you think this is good? Can you put it in the show? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah. And, and what's the? I mean, who knows what makes it and what doesn't? You know, because there is a random element, isn't there? As well as talent and as well as the quality of stuff that you're providing, you probably need a bit of luck along the road. Oh, definitely. Yeah, is in things. Well, even at that. It's also, like, in this industry, it's also about, about the people you know. And we're very lucky. Like, Jake's father, uh, we're very lucky that Jake is big in the industry himself. He actually, he directed all of Killing a Scully and whatnot, like. So, we, that's how we got our connection to Pat Shore and all that kind of crack, you know. So, we've been very lucky and blessed in that regard. Yeah, because so, Pat's helped you out, hasn't he? Uh, he's lending his voice to the show, yeah. yeah. And Matthew Modine. Matthew Modine from Stranger Things, yeah, and Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, that was random, man. How did that happen? I was in the milk market chilling, and I just, like, he was there, and I was like, hey, man, we started chatting. And uh, I actually, we were fundraising at the time. We had a fundraiser booked for maybe, like, two weeks later. So we were doing, like, a raffle and everything down in the milk market. I saw him, and Jake saw him, and we were like, what's up, Matthew Mo Dizzle? Want to be in a cartoon? And, uh, no, we just started chatting away, had a good time, and uh, we gave him a T-shirt. Uh, he bought a raffle ticket, didn't win. Uh, we could have rigged it, but we were like, no, 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 we won't, we won't, we won't. And uh, yeah, he gave us our email and we started chatting away to him and uh, he recorded his lines in New York and sent them on. Right. Is there anyone who didn't meet Matthew in the milk market? I remember walking around there myself one day and there he was. Yeah, he's just such a nice dude. <laughs> he's just such a nice dude. He was dude. filming like, here, wasn't he? He was filming the Martini short, it was called, and they were filming that out in Bunratty, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone said he was a great fella. Oh, yeah, super sound. Yeah. Okay, uh, we'll take a, a short break. We're chatting to one half of Crooked Tees, <laughs> Ian Brew with us.
A Crooked Tease animation studio set up by two limerickers, uh, Jake O'Connor from Corbally and Ian Brew from Roundwood. And we've won half of Crooked Tease, Ian Brew, with us in the studio. You can't tell right now, but I'm the better looking half. <laughs> well, <laughs> we take your word for that, Ian. <laughs> now, we mentioned the milk market and the connections to it. And it wasn't it Jake selling homemade T-shirts that yeah. was part of the story as that well as the milk market? how he started. He, uh, he just had an idea. He's always been very entrepreneurial, our little Jacob. And uh, he went off, he made these t-shirts. I was going to wear one today, but then I was like, it's radio, no one's going to see it. Like, So I wasn't too worried about what I'm wearing. And then um, basically he had all the characters were designed on the t-shirts and he said, I'd love to do like a, like an animation and blah, 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 like with that with these characters that I've designed. So that's where the inspiration all started and then it started snowball effect and we were like, we did a few little shorts, you know, for the crack, like while he was away traveling. So they weren't even 100% effort put into them. They were just things we'd have threw out to have a laugh with. And while he was away, he asked me would I be interested in writing the actual like episode with him. I was like, yeah, go on, why not? I'll give it a go. I've never done that before in my life, but I'm kind of a gas man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you've done stand-up, haven't you? Uh, I've, done, I've dabbled. I've dabbled. Mostly like kind of like comedic songs and also kind of like, like I've tried stand-up, but I think uh, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of work to be good at stand-up. So I prefer like storytelling in this kind of way. I think I found myself a little bit better at this than actual stand-up comedy. Is animation really high-tech these days? It is absolutely mental. Because, I, I, again, I'm just, like, directing it and writing it and just sort of, like, doing the voices and stuff. So when I watch Jake do it and, like, the actual... How meticulous it is, like, it takes so long. That's why I'm, like, as a platform right now, if there's any animators in Limerick at all, or anyone you know that's an animator that wants to get onto the ground floor of this, please get onto us. We are on Instagram as Crooked Tees, you can email us, like, and also Crooked Tees is K-R-O-O-K-E-D-T-E-A-S-E. Okay. So get on to us in any way. If you have any friends or family that are like any, even if it's like just a hobby for them, bring it on. So clearly there's talent there and you have the concepts, you've been doing the animation. What's the next step then for you for Crooked Tees? So we have all of our pre-production done and we've started actually, we have a lot of the voices recorded already and we've done, basically what we've done so far is the animatics which is like the storyboards of all, everything's been drawn by hand and it kind of plays out in like a little kind of just terrible version of the cartoon and uh, just gives us the idea of the pacing, the timing, we go over that and now we were starting, we have background design to do, character design to do and then we have to actually rig all the characters to make them move and then we have to animate it all. And is it then about meetings with the people who matter? Uh, well, then it's just, you know, get onto the agent and be like, book it, book it, we're ready to go. So, like, we're, like, once it's done and it's ready to go, we're ready to go. And we'll go anywhere in the world we have to, to meet with whoever we have to. And we've already made, I can't really say who, but we've, we've made a few contacts already that are, like, going to help us along the way with that. Because well, the one thing is there are loads of platforms now. You, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously it used to be the broadcasters, but now you have the Netflixes and the Amazon Primes. And yeah, sure who, and I mean, Disney you'll go Plus are coming out now too. Yeah. I want that Disney money. <laughs> Would Crooked T's work on Disney? Uh, well, they'll need some adult content and we will definitely <laughs> provide it. We'll definitely provide it. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, fair play to you, Ian, because I know you promised your mum you wouldn't swear on radio, so we do appreciate that. Uh, nailed that, it. That, that, you nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. And the best of luck with it. It's just brilliant to see that mix of talent and entrepreneurship with Crooked Tees. Uh, the best of luck to you. And we look forward to having uh, Jake in the studio in due course um, uh, as well. And we can do the comparison as, as oh, yeah, of, course. Looking, of course, and among other things. It's me. It's still me. It's always going to be me. <laughs>
Because I know he's going to listen to this. And I know he was like, oh, please do a good job, Ian. And like, I'm just going to tell everyone I'm more beautiful than you. <laughs> right. Ian Brew, one half of Crooked Tees, the better looking half, according to himself anyway. Thanks so much. Thank you very much, Joe. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Call Limerick today now on 461995.